are just chatting shit. Yeah, baby. Whether or not you ask to hear it. So now here we are, ready to start on this path together. I'm here with you with an attitude and an interview. Whenever ding, ding, bad, ding, bad, ding, ding, bad, ding, bad. Don't give an dragon another Hello! I hope you're doing well. This is Alice Vickery and you are listening to Dingbat Chat Quarantine Edition, which is essentially the same podcast where I try something new, but I haven't done it in quarantine before, so it gives me a lot of variety. Now, I hope you're all well this week. I know um, there's been a lot of news coming in about things escalating and us having to stay inside for a bit longer. Uh, I think you just have to keep in mind that you're doing the right thing. And I I think you will know that anyway, but it's nice to hear it every so often that we're all helping each other at the moment. I know that I'm bearing that in mind is my anxiety is getting an awful lot worse. Um, You have to just remember that, you know, if you're home and you're safe, you're one of the lucky ones. And uh, I'm trying to remember that and, and entertain myself in whatever way possible, hence dingbat chat but if I can put a smile on my face then hopefully I can put a smile on yours and that's what this is all about so this week basically I had started to record my second series of dingbat chat out in Australia and I was getting prepped to start it all excited I did get a few interviews in but unfortunately with everything happening I had to come home so I thought waste not want not uh, I've got to put them out so uh, I'm going to kick it off with a little short farm work series. I loved it and I hated it and I broke down more times than I cared to remember. But there were four essential aspects that really sort of uh, determined my time there. One was uh, the sesh. What we'll be focusing on today. That's how I made my friends that I desperately needed. Number two, the work aspect. Obviously, what you actually go to do farm work for. Number three was the love. And by that, I don't mean romantic stuff. I just mean sexual. No, I mean friendships. I mean relationships that you build out there and you last you till the end of time. Uh, and then number four, the hostels themselves, which have a surprisingly strong hand in uh, in what you end up doing so that's going to come out over the next few weeks that's just going to be every other episode and I tell you what I knew nothing about farm work before I went so I'm hoping for anyone who eventually will get to go back out to Australia and do farm work themselves this will be useful I did a lot of research I love to do a bit of research to make sure I'm prepared nothing could have prepared me for this nothing could have prepared me for what it was like so hopefully this will give you a bit of an insight into what you should be expecting now number one the sesh I do not regret it I would not change a thing I had the most incredible time and bonded with the most incredible people and you needed the sesh to be able to do that to blow off some steam to make friends just to live a life otherwise you would be completely bogged down and depressed by the work you were doing so the sesh was literally essential but now looking back on it in a slightly sober mindset it was a lot. It was a lot of drinking and I'm just glad to be through it alive. But here to reminisce on the good times is my amazing friend, winner of the Best Girl in Bundy Award, Vicky Strudwick. Dum, dun, 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 dun. 
Well, here I am in Federal Backpackers Beer Garden for the very last time. I've been here now for, what, four months? A ridiculous, ridiculous amount of time. I think I'm losing my mind. Same as everybody else. But this beer garden has contained a lot of sesh. And I'm here with Vicky Strudrick right now, one of my very good friends. Did I pronounce your last name right? Good. Just checking. <laughs> As I said, one of my very good friends. I'm here to talk to her right now because she is the queen of the sesh, the goddess of the sesh. She's been updated, actually, since she's been here. Hello. Yeah, I'm very good. Thank you, hon. You all right? I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm very happy to be here with you because this is our last night and uh, we've got to end it with a bang. And I, my, my idea of a bang is apparently doing an interview. <laughs> That's what excites me. That's what gets my motor running. So, Vicky... We, we've been through a lot together, haven't we? It's been, it's been a long time coming, this. When you came to Bundaberg, what did you think the sort of party scene, the sesh scene, would be like? So, to be fair, I was recommended to come here by friends who I had sessions with in Byron. Uh, so, I had quite high expectations when I came here, actually. Um, I'd heard some amazing stories, um, heard about, knew about, and was ready to conquer the Fat Lamb Challenge. Okay, okay, Fat Lamb Challenge being a key thing. I need you to define, one, Fat Lamb Challenge, because that is an essential part of Bundaberg. Two, session. You know, I'm using the swirl, I'm throwing about like crazy. But what is a session for the square listeners out there? Define a sesh. Okay, well, you know, it's true to its word. It's a session of drinking. It's, you know, going out with your mates, and uh, it's not really a few drinks. It's uh, a lot of drinks, a lot of fun, and usually a very late night. If not an early morning. And the Fat Lamb Challenge. So now that started off actually on the very first night, before even knowing what a fat lamb was. We went into uh, the local bottle and we picked out what looked like the cheapest and largest quantity of alcohol which were these bottles called fat lamb i picked hard cider because you know i'm a hard geezer she got ginger beer and uh, we sat on a bench for the next hour saying how disgusting the drink was and crying so clearly a very successful alcoholic beverage what is the fat lamb challenge then vicky so Fat Lamb Challenge, basically it's a bridge in Bundaberg, it's a very, very long bridge, it's a long walk um, and take the fat lamb, you start at one end of the bridge and you need to essentially get rid of that fat lamb before you get to the end of the bridge. However, fat lamb is quite hard to drink in large quantities and that quickly. Um, you could also add a bonus um, depending on what the time is sometimes people like to race so um you know there are some scary stories about how some people have done it in like under a minute which i'm pretty sure ain't true because take me like five minutes just to run across there so yeah that's it at the very least and you've got to dispose of it any manner possible preferably down your throat but it can go over the side of the bridge or come back up out of your body as i have vicky on video wonderfully demonstrating so when you came here how did that actually sort of play out for you? First couple of days, mad. Um, well, I came to meet one of my best mates that I met in Bondi. <sighs> hit it hard. Um, what do you say, hit it hard? Care to uh, <laughs> elaborate any further? <laughs> I mean, she's pulling a face right now. I'm assuming she doesn't want to say, but I'm going to ask her anyway. I mean, there was a day where there was 
two litres of wine each consumed on an empty stomach. Um, I probably spent most of the weekend throwing up, but I carried on and it was great and I got next to no sleep um, and just carried on drinking the next day, basically from the Thursday to the Sunday. Now that's, that's how you get the title of Queen of the Sesh because it's not just the ability to drink it and have a good time. It's the ability to carry on. Once you've stopped, once you've resurrected what are you going to do? You're going to drink that goon. Now, we've had some experience of goon here. We drank a lot of goon on the beach. Interesting. Very interesting. Very sandy. Slightly disgusting. I think I've spoken about goon before and the idea that it's a really crappy wine in a large box. <laughs> and you just pour it out willy-nilly and hope for the best. Just a drinking day on the beach. You had fun the first time you came to the beach and did that, didn't you? What went down that day, Vicky? <laughs> Um, see, another reason why I'm cleaning a sesh, I got in at like five in the morning and um, woke up the next morning and I'm not, I'm not going, not going. Emily comes, pours into my bed, one of our friends, everyone's like, come on Vix, let's go to the beach. I'm like, right, okay, just give me two minutes, pop my swimming costume on, pop my hoops in, I'm ready to go. Go to the bottle shop, three bottles of fat lamb, yes please sir. Get on the bus, a few crisps, that's all I had, sunk the three bottles and the rest is history I then went out when got a jug I certainly didn't need and ended up in Club Hotel brilliant I mean I mean, I feel like that's the end of the story I know it's not there's more to go but <laughs> that's all you're going to hear for now so and then the third and final most important component of the Bundaberg Sesh is Goon Rounders now I remember I'd met Vicky for the first time when we'd gone to the beach and got very drunk and she came into the room asking for a lot of blue eyeliner because uh, we were supposed to go dressed as the Spice Girls that night. Um, but she, she has made such an impact on me <laughs> throughout this entire thing. And then Goon Rounders came up. Now, Goon Rounders is like how you get to know everybody in your hostel. It's like you go out in teams, you go to the park, you take a lot of Goon, and then every time you come to a stop, you've got to down that cup. And it was a lot of fun. It's how we got to know everyone. You were watching Goon Rounders. I mean, from your perspective. <laughs> Wait, did you play? Did you play? I don't remember you playing. Who's team were you on? Last minute to out in our team because I decided to go last. Again, another last minute decision from me. Um, I watched it first. No, I played first. and um, But we were bowling or fielding, whatever you call it. So that was all right. Um, and then when it came to my turn uh, to drink three or four of the cups and they were all full of leaves and shit but I was like do you know what doesn't matter I was very hungover as well um, and I remember the last one downing it and almost throwing up um, and just the states of everyone really I mean it it goes from zero to 100 it's beautiful it's brilliant we had our mate jesse was going around after going goon bag and slapping the goon bag and just pouring it in people's mouths they were going mental that was the key part that night actually and then and then the day continued as it always does into nighttime now another of the couple places coming to bundaberg you think it's going to be a tiny little hick town there's going to be nowhere to go out we're just going to be spending our days drinking in the park which we did do but there are a couple of actual clubs here would you say clubs i feel like that's a strong word but they're both called club something <laughs> so i mean it's in the title you've got my personal favorite senny club central senny um so that's a club which kind of has a bit of music definitely so it's got like three parts to it you've got like that 
outside bit where you can smoke and have a dance and that's where everyone usually congregates and then yeah you've got techno room usually um backpackers dj that's nice music um and then you've got like a general r&b meh bit which is where all the weirdos and the locals um reside central's fun central's good gets everyone buzzing you can move about from room to room everyone's usually there there is also in the r&b room there's the bogan song now that's something i didn't expect to happen in north bundy there's the bogan song that's the bogan song oh my god the australians are crazy about it and it's like a hoedown but it's just really it's it's like top of the charts in Bundaberg they all love it and it's played there every single time I remember we went in the before and it was basically playing like the top hits and it was one of them was the Bundaberg Bogan song and I'm like this is not a top hit anywhere else in the world but it's loved here and then Club Hotel which is where Emily and I started our days when we were at North Bundy I mean how would you describe it like what is the vibe there can you can you put one word to it I don't know Dreary. I don't like Club Hotel because the same band play there. It's a live band, which is really nice, but they play there every weekend and they play the same songs as well every weekend. So you know the set list, you know what's going down, you know what's going to happen. And then there's always a little bit inside, and there's always like a really awkward DJ because like half the lights on, they're serving food off over the other side, and there's like three people dancing, and the music's there. And then you go in the main room, which to be fair very recently was absolutely sick there was a drum and bass dj so he was so good like she's like an international dj now but like she did her days here like 10 years ago and that was amazing but usually it's like some music which isn't quite to my taste and it's a bit kind of like i don't know but yeah and i just generally end up again spending all my time in the smoking area there but un- unwillingly not happy to be there with a bit of a downer on your face waiting to go to central at midnight it's it's weird because i remember sort of when we first came here there was a pattern right on thursday you go to dingo's which is another backpackers it smells like crap around the bar because they haven't washed it there so you get an awful smell as soon as you walk in but when we first arrived that place was packed every thursday there was a whole table dedicated just to north bundy people so that was it but that's died a death recently and since we moved to federal it's not really the same and then friday night karaoke at the young oz now that is my kind of sesh that is the place to be because the young oz is full of north bundy when we first went there again and we go every friday and we'd sing our hearts out and you know i'm the kind of person that needs to relieve some aggression some tension and singing um what was it what did i sing bloody hell from dream girls oh and i'm telling you from dream girls oh my god that got out about two months worth of pent-up frustration just seeing that there and the locals high-fived me it was absolutely incredible like it gave me shivers like, i knew alice could sing and perform because she's done me some private performances in the dark not like that but uh, I actually had like shivers on my spine and it was like, how do you follow that? You oh no, you did a very good job at Shania Twain. But the, the point is that like you can get up and have a good go there. And I love a bit of karaoke. Most people do. It's a laugh. You go and have a good time. And then you go to Club Central on a Friday. Saturday, you go to the place that's free go to club hotel but there's actually a hell of a lot more choice here because i mean Bundaberg is supposedly a city and and i wouldn't have believed that when i came in on the train but i've actually had quite a lot of fun here i mean it's the people that's what's made it but for four months of entertainment for a place that only really has two clubs it's done pretty damn well i mean 
from your recollection, what would you say was one of your favourite nights out? It was the weekend that we finally, well, I finally did the fat lamb challenge. Yeah, I mean, I hadn't really drunk anything. Sculled some made up with um, rum and coke that Dan Daniel had, and. Um, got our fat lamb i was determined to do it and i bet my crown in it which i keep doing i'm going right okay i will i will decrown myself if i can't do this so i was determined to do it and i think quite a lot of people gave up halfway but i was like nope i'm steaming on through chugging 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 get to the end and i'm like oh my god i've done it and as i'm doing that i just project all vomit everywhere and then I was like, woohoo! And then again off the side of the bridge, and then a turn round, and there's some crazy bogan one with her hands around my neck, literally strangling me. And I'm like, well, I'm way too drunk to deal with this. Daniel steps in in front of me. And then we went to Dingo's, and everyone done the Fat Lamb Challenge. It, like the whole, it's a good federal night out. Federal were there, we were all there all went to central that was a sick night and then the na- day after we were all a bit hung over and feeling sorry for ourselves but our mates were leaving so we went to the park and we did a little christmas sesh and the park is my favorite part about the sesh yeah. and um, we were all sitting there in a circle it was a bit awkward because we were all just starting to drink we were like oh it's a massive circle and i was like oh my god let's play duck duck goose for a laugh and yes. it genuinely went on for like a good like 20 minutes and every most people participated and it, it was actually quite a laugh and um alice ends up with this bloody beard santa beard around her head all night <laughs> that was one of my favorite parts of the night it was just one of those nights where i was like right i'm just gonna go there get a bottle of wine i'll drink that i'm coming home going to bed absolutely not of course that's not gonna happen i think ended up again out till about five in the morning so yeah that was a perfect weekend it just it just escalated. It just kept on going. Every time you thought it was going to stop, it carried on. This Santa beard I'd got from someone before. I don't know who. Jesse. Oh my God. Jesse was wearing a full Santa suit, and I was in this Santa beard. And um, I was actually sort of speaking to a guy, and he was like, I was talking to him all night with this Santa beard on. My face was sweating. I did pull with the Santa beard. Felt amazing. Um, and he turned around to me, and he was like, I'm not going to kiss you with that Santa beard on. And I was like, it's worked. It's worked. He wants to see what's underneath. He wants to see the true beauty. You mentioned the park. Now, the park has been an essential part of every night. Like, it doesn't matter where you're going, which night you've got it on. If you end up at the park, it's been a good time. Specifically at the pier you'll sit you'll watch the sunrise and you just you just end up having like a lot of nice chats there don't you that's where you get to know people again when you're absolutely drowsy and bevved as hell and and you just chat absolute rubbish to everyone but you're there in a big group and i feel like once you've made it to the park you've made it in bundaberg you know you feel like you've sort of crossed the line the park is a really special place now my favorite sesh was the festival weekend i bought a pair of sliders from kbart right and i had this idea in my head of what i was going to look like and i painted them pink on the inside and green on the outside and got this glitter and i put it all over my face and had this weird bright green train conductor cap and we went and we did the fat land challenge at about 3 p.m carried on drinking and just kept it going we were up until about 4 a.m ended it in the park as well and that night, I got with two lads, one of them specifically being one that I'd wanted to get with. There's been nights like that, and we've had a lot of really good time. But, worst nights. Now, one that really sticks in your memory is like, I wish I hadn't gone out. And that's hard, because you always want to go out in Bundy. Because it's the only thing to bloody do. <laughs> but would you say, just like one second reminder of like a bad time where you're just like, nah, not for me. Not feeling this at all. 
absolutely not really? i do not regret any of the sessions that i've had here i've had a great time every time um yeah absolutely not i don't regret any sesh session viva la session <laughs> that's why we're sesh sisters i think to be fair i've come up to your level now you in the first place you came in saying i am queen of the sesh how were you ordained it was in Byron and I broke my ribs, so uh, the only thing I could do really was work for a comm, so I cleaned the kitchen twice a day, and that was it. And there was nothing else to do but drink. Weather started getting warmer, and we were just across from the beach, and we had a bar in our hostel, so it was goon. That was a goony time, um, and we, we gooned on the beach, and we, 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 we seshed, and we seshed hard, and I used to do promo as well, so I'd go down to the beach, pour myself some goon, and then just go around chatting shit to people being like... Hey guys, want to come get drunk with us tonight? Here, here, have this, have this. What's your name? Where are you from? Come get drunk with us, have your bite. And I've actually met some good mates from doing that. And then I go back and clean the kitchen, absolutely plastered. And then I carry on and I just keep carrying on. And then me and my mate were listening to the song Trap Queen by Fetty Wap. Love that song. It's my feeling myself song. Play it very late at night. Yeah, my mate was like, you're my search queen. And then she was like, oh, you're my search queen. And we mentioned it to a couple of people and they were like, absolutely, you are queen of the search. And then it just caught on from there. And then every time you went out, it was like, where's my queen of the search? That's why she's the queen of the search. And it started from there. And then I thought, do you know what? I'm going to try and conquer Bundaberg. And I came in and it was a bold statement. And everyone was like, oh, not really sure about this girl. But I swiftly proved myself. And as I said before, I keep challenging myself. And I'm like, right. If I don't make it out, that's it, the crown's gone. But every time I exceed my expectations and I uphold my title and I continue my reign. You do. You have done a brilliant job to the point where I got you for Secret Santa a necklace that said Queen. Now, since you being here, would you say my sesh game has improved? Right, she's nodding. She's nodding. Silence. There's no words. That's how strong the answer is. Go on very proud I've been extremely proud and um, especially over like the last month or two really picked up the pace and and I really enjoyed when when we had that very sessy week just before Christmas and go both going in hungover and I actually had to sleep in your bed one night to ensure that we both got up for work after two hours of sleep (laughs) and there we were back on the bus in the same position like oh no we're hungover again but you know every session's worth it hun issue was that you were in such a chipper mood and I was there like hmm, it's my second night out in a row and it's a Thursday literally that week before Christmas and Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday had a nice break on Monday Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday Monday it went on for a very long time and I'd like to say that's your influence and I thank you thank you for everything that you've given me no my parents will love you they'll meet you and they won't be able to help themselves no <laughs> <laughs> the big thing, and this is sort of a bit of a downer, but I mean, well, I mean, it's, it depends on how you see it. How do you think the sessions affected you in Bundaberg? Because, I mean, the farm work is hard. Farm work is fucking hard, and you do need a break. But Bundaberg doesn't have much to offer, so you turn to drinking because, because it's, it's so easy to do here. And I've never felt in my life, even at university, it's never been this easy as it has done in, in Bundaberg. I mean, the hostel has a bloody beer garden, for God's sake. Do you think, I mean, if you'd seshed less <laughs> or if you'd seshed more or if you'd just, just not gone out quite as much or it was different people, how do you think Bundaberg would have been different for you, maybe? 
Well, when I first came here, um, I had a, a little bit of a different group of friends. I met you guys, but and we, we'd gone out, but the friends that I had when I first got here in North Bundy, I, they, they didn't go out really at all. And so a lot of the time... I, I did spend like one week, one, I've had one weekend off everything completely since I've been here and my three month mark is tomorrow and um, I'm very proud, I'm still very proud, <laughs> I don't know how but at that time it was quite lonely as well because all I wanted to do was session and, and then they convinced me to go out for a drink and well I can't just go for one can I and then I end up out but I ended up out with you guys but then the next day I'm sat in my bed by myself just like hating life I've got no one to share my hangover with and I'm just recluse whereas since coming to federal it's been great and yeah the the, the sesh has um you know it's actually given me a purpose for drinking because I did a lot of mindless drinking in Australia but we're just drink for the sake of it and I feel like every time a session was celebrated it brings people together so I actually think that the sessions affected me positively I've met so many amazing people I've managed to like broaden my friendships and really get close to people and make some crazy hilarious memories and I just laugh the next day and I'm always laughing because of the sesh you're welcome um (laughs) no it's true it's true actually and the thing is I I think a lot of people look at farm work as in it's something they just have to get done, right? And you just think, I've got to get my three months done so I can get my visa, get the hell out of there, carry on living my life in Australia. I've lived a life in Bundaberg. I think we all have, specific, like all of us, because I came to Bundaberg specifically because I knew this is where you're going to meet the people. That's what I want to get out of Bundaberg. So screw the farm work. I would do all of it again to have met just you. Never mind all the other fucking people. So the sesh is essential the sesh has been essential to my experience in Bundaberg it's what's not not just made it good but it's elevated all the goodness it's taken everything to another level and I'm so happy to have shared these memories with you farm work is worth it for the sesh bold claim very true 100% farm work is worth it for the sesh if you love the sesh great if you don't love the sesh you will by the time you leave amazing thank you so much Vicky love you Well, there you go. That's what happened in Bundaberg. And I'm sure you can imagine that's not exactly every story. That's not every detail. But uh, my parents and my grandparents do listen to this podcast. So uh, we've got to keep it relatively family friendly. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. And I hope it gives you a bit of a clue of uh, all the crazy stories that came out of Bundaberg and the amazing time I had there with these people on the search. Yeah, thank you so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, which of course you did, you're still here, aren't you? Go and have a subscribe on iTunes. Do a follow on Spotify. Do the old likey like like on Instagram. Um, please rate and re- review because it helps people find my podcast. And I want to spread the joy. I want to spread the laughter. Um, share it on your stories. Do shout outs. Give me a big old helping hand. I'd really, really appreciate right now. And it's not just because I'm a little bit randy. Yeah. Anyway, have a fantastic week, guys. Uh, I'll see you very, very soon. The podcasts aren't coming out on a specific date. They're just coming out sort of as and when. But you can be assured it will be within the next seven days. So that is the main thing. Consistency. That's what Alice Vickery is known for. Have a fantastic week, guys. Toodaloo. I should say that's where we are. It's not a good place to be, but we're here anyway. Jesus Christ! I'm on the set right now, so there we go. <laughs>
when he came to Bundaberg. I'll tell you what, Vicky, I am, this is such a fun... It's not a mess, but it's the first interview I've done in ages, and I thought I'd be have it a bit more together, but it's not together at all. Mostly because my grandparents listen to this podcast, and uh, if they heard all of the stories, I don't think it'll be COVID-19 that gets them. Oh, that's not funny. I shouldn't have said that. That's terrible. Okay, hang on. <laughs> I'm going to say that again. Um... <laughs> For fuck's sake. Now I've begun slipping into your space. Ooh. Acting like an adult. At least I hope that's the case. Learning to love when I'll get lucky with you. Oh, stop it. Just jump with me and you'll get lucky too. So did you get the many references I put in? I wanted to see if I could do some goddamn self-promotion. Ding, bad, ding, bad. Ring a ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Get lost in how to hike it. Ding, bad, ding, bad. Ding. Ding. <laughs>